Recorded live at the Hawk's Nest on the summit in Pataskala, Ohio. This is Garage Days, underproduced and over the top. I'm your host, Arch Madness. Uh, great to be back and recording in the nest. Took a few weeks off. Boys went to baseball camp. I don't know if I even told you this yet, Christy. I kind of gave that away, too. But we went to a baseball camp down at Marietta College, so that was, kinda, that was a big deal around here. So nice. I had to go down and, and watch a little bit of that. And then the family trip to Florida, full disclosure, probably still a little drunk so <laughs> but got some great episodes on the horizon and i can't think of a better way to get back into the garage and recording than with these two joining me right here on this episode from qfm 96 the lovely and talented chris kemper and from the gypsy kings jimmy roseberry what is happening you two hi arch welcome up, back it looked like you had a wonderful vacation yes but you made the comment that it looked like my one leg was more sunburned well than i the did other. notice that because you know chicks well, notice things because we're always looking at everybody's feet <laughs> i don't know if it is what chicks well, my feet, feet aren't that bad well the top of your feet a little bit well, but yes yeah. i mean i'm not t- i'm just talking about like just from a you know from and a you, foot standpoint not from a burnt standpoint Christy. i look at the feet especially for guys that are wearing um you know the shoes that you're wearing because uh-huh. torg has hobbit feet he's got okay, hairy yeah, feet yeah. Ah, well, i don't then, know if that's like then there's that you don't have you know what you are not golem so have a steel brush perfect yeah. no i'll take it brush. i'll take it so welcome to the hawk's nest beautiful nice. first time we've been here thank you for inviting yes. us this is so cool uh, I appreciate you guys uh, coming here. Uh, so you guys went to the Bag of Nails? Is that what you're saying? We did. Bag, uh, whole we bag did. of Nails dinner dinner and a, a couple of glasses of uh, Pinot Grigio. Okay, so it, it's half price the bottle of wine night. Oh, good <laughs> Lord. Why don't they just say Christy and Jimmy with an arrow that just says here. Okay, but the funniest thing. Ooh, like yeah, right? the funniest thing is half price bottle of wine, a normal bottle of wine, but their distributor did not give them that. They had the... What we usually drink in a sitting is the double big bottle. Yeah, the of wine. big bottle. The huge bottle. And they yeah, said, I'll we can't you. sell you that, but what we can do is sell you five glasses. And we look at our. Is our, that a guy, problem? No. And, and he, two thumbs up. We're like, nope, not a problem. We're good. It's all you got, good. You got this. You so got we this. are all lubed up and ready to go. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And so, so here's the deal. And Jimmy, full disclosure, I sent a text to Chris to kind of setting this up. And I said, look, here's the deal. We're going to talk uh, bike night. Yes. We'll talk about the Gypsy Kings All and right. then just everything rock and roll and shows we've been to already and just stuff like that. But Excellent. now it's a show about dead rock stars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, so wah, we kind of have, have to touch on that subject because there's been a lot of that going yeah. around lately. So they come in threes. When, and yeah. Well, here's the deal. When we, as we record this, I record them on Wednesdays and I drop them on Friday. So this is the day that Dusty Hill from ZZ Top passed away. Yeah. Okay. So, and so that, it, it, it always, let me just say this, being the afternoon guy it is it always gets released in the afternoons well you ever notice especially a lot if it's coming out west i mean you're going to get that and actually that's a good thing because you know you're there and and you're a part of it on the weekends it's really tough because for sure weekends are are horrible but it was after it was announced uh i didn't hear it you know firsthand because usually that i do and then i saw on social media and then i got a text from dorsey and then I got a text from Torg, and then I started seeing everything, and I'm like, you know, you usually think about, are they wrong? I mean, you hear oh, this yeah. all the time. Always second like, guess that kind of. Always well, second guess. The, the Tom Petty thing, and that, and Christy went on live with me yeah. for that, and we waited. That was a whole thing where you heard he'd passed away, and then they retracted it. Do you remember that? I don't oh, know. They if, did. I don't, no, that was yeah. That's true. Yes. Didn't that happen with uh, uh, there was a couple uh, other. The, oh, Jimmy absolutely. from the Beatles, uh, the guitar player. George Harrison. George Harrison. Yeah. 
Didn't that happen with him? I mean, they oh, were, I don't doubt it. They had reported, I don't doubt it. I think somebody had reported that You're he had right. died. Yeah. Shit, wasn't that like days though? Yeah, no, it, it was, was days. It was yeah. early, crazy. and it was it was really crappy. And it's like his family's like, you know, can you just leave us alone? Right. You know who did it right though? Rush. Yeah. Okay. You didn't hear anything until you didn't it was hear done. anything. How how respectful was that camp? And everyone how, knew for the most part, and especially the last year of his life, we, we had no idea. No one did that. He fans was, didn't know. Only the people close to their inner circle knew. knew. And yeah. I, I think yeah. that you might be asking eventually, what is the one celebrity rock star death that affected you the most? Hold that thought. Flight pattern, Bob. What was that? Private jet. That's a private jet. Around Chicago. How many people were on board? Six guys. Six, Six guys. guys. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing. With with Bob's app, you guys don't know this, but with Bob's app, it, it tells him how many hot chicks are on board. So <laughs> how many hot chicks, there Bob? Were, None. Okay. None. <laughs> None on this one. It's a golf outing. It's a golf outing. There's a on it that, you know, 18 years and older. Nobody oh. under Okay. Oh, yes, yes. Bob wants a disclaimer there. Bob, <laughs> now Bob I know why you have flight pattern Bob here, because you guys are right in the flight yes, path. Yes, we're right in the flight pattern. When oh I come God. back to Columbus, if when I fly back in, I always see our neighborhood here and stuff. So anyway, so Bob does this. This app is amazing. Bob's the one to build the bar, and he's got his, you know, I got to... Bob once a really cool amazing. bar. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Doesn't he do good work? Yes, Doesn't sir. Doesn't he do good work? You do good work? Yes, you do. So it's funny, like, people come up to me... Some people get the joke of flight pattern Bob being in the distance, <laughs> but there are some people who are saying, dude, turn his mic up. I'm like, no, he's like Wilson in Home Improvement. <laughs> you know right? what? If you were behind a fence, we'd only see those. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That works. So, so, so we, we talked about Dusty Hill passing away. Um, and there was a couple in the metal community that I want to throw out. Mike Howell of Metal Church, which is a big metal church fan, uh, especially there in the late 80s and early 90s and got to see them at Legend Valley. And I want to say that was 92, 93. My Metallica buddies will let me know. But um, Metal Church opened up. Sure. Uh, but that great vocalist. And then you had oh, uh, Joey Jordison. From Slipknot. Now, Slipknot. And he was in a couple other bands. He was a, I mean, he was a badass. Now, he was a founding member, but he hadn't been in Slipknot. Oh, no, he's, he hasn't been in Slipknot yeah, forever. Right. And Max Weinberg's son. Oh, oh. Is, has been the drummer. He's the one that replaced Joey. I, now, look, and I'm not... A slip, I don't, I, you know, I know some of their stuff, so I don't sure. know if somebody was between no, a little Weinberg bit, but, or not, yeah. but well, Max Weinberg's kid's a badass too. But this, this Jordison was, he was killer, man. He yeah. was 46 really, years old and he claims that the reason that they, you know, let him go from the band is they thought he maybe had a drug problem, but no, it was an actual medical condition. Yeah. Right. That, he, that, yes. And he yes, just yes, couldn't, I did hear couldn't that. do the gigs yeah. anymore. I did hear that. I did hear that. So. But uh, so coming three is what I say. Coming well, threes. there's so there's that. Yeah, but then a few that, weeks ago, and this is something, and I'll edit this out. I'm supposed to be underproduced, but I'm going to talk about the Jeff Labar passing of Cinderella. Yeah. And okay, and look, I don't know what you guys can tell me, but I know that I've got a, you know not not a super connection, but a, it, certainly Fred is a client of mine. Yes, Fred Curry, Curry, drummer for. And, and look, let me just say this. And if anyone's listening to this and they've heard us talk about this before, sure. dude, no one's more respectful about this than you. Oh, so yeah. now I'm not even worried about that. But I know that you guys heard from well, from Fred, and I because I, I was looking for confirmation. I mean, yeah. we were all you talk about confirmation. Yeah, that was one that we had. You know, and, sure. and everybody knew Jeff had his had his problems and stuff. So we're always kind of worried about him. Sure. But uh, but when I when you guys when I heard from you guys, well, I what, knew. well, listeners might not. Know, well. Uh, 
uh, Jimmy's Fred business. Curry. Yeah, it, what Jimmy does, go ahead and explain. You know, yeah, I build high-end PCs for recording and mixing mm-hmm. audio. And uh, Fred Corey, uh, drummer, is a, a composer at this point for TV and film, a client of mine. And, uh, you know, we're just, we're also friends at right this on. point. He's just, and he's so cool, man. And just all the interviews and stuff I've watched forever. He, he is just, uh, it's such a, 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 an even kill great guy. But I, I remember I texted him as soon as we had heard. And who did we hear from? Uh, Jamie Vandera. Yeah, well, Jamie Vandera hit me up and he's like, dude, you know, Jeff Labar. So I, I just, you know, I, I just hit Fred up with a text, sorry. Yeah. And I said, hey, man, I know I'm just the guy that builds your computers. Right. But, you know, uh, I'm really sorry about hearing about Jeff because, uh, I mean, that's, it's very final. I mean, you know, it yeah. sounds really simple now that we're, it's all said and done. So true, but though. It, it's, it's final because they hadn't been out as Cinderella for a while, the full Cinderella. What, since 2017? Since, since the cruise. When yeah, all yeah, yeah the yeah, cruise. And we right on, we yeah. heard a little bit about that, and maybe yeah. we'll share some of that. But, uh, you know, it, it becomes final at that point. And that, it, it just, there's no other way to say it other than it just sucks. Yeah, it's, it really sucks. And, and, and Fred had texted Jimmy back, and he said, listen, you're more than my computer guy. You're my friend. And listen, I really appreciate it. And then a few days after that, the keyboard player who uh, had No, no, playing, no. He d- it was the same day. It was the was same it the day. Same? It was. It was, right. it was I knew it was close, day. Christy. I now, knew it was close. Uh, when I talked to Fred days later, you know, Fred, uh, I guess the, the keyboard player had actually been diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. He had been and, sick. And the prognosis wasn't, I don't think, particularly good. Right. And so, you know, when we were talking, Fred was like, that wasn't so shocking. Uh, As Jeff but was. Jeff was, yeah. was a real shock. And, you know, he was just talking, and uh, it was kind of like, it's, Fred was like, it just doesn't seem real, you know, because we're brothers on stage playing music together. Right. And he's like, it just doesn't feel real to me. And, and he even said that, you know, he, he kind of wants to, in his mind, kind of keep it that way. Right. He wants to remember Jeff being that rock star on stage. And what's one thing that you had told Fred? You know, even though Fred is a composer now, you see all these bands, Archie. We know all these bands that are coming back and they're doing the tours, and Cinderella could make a killing if they came well, back Well, and, th- and that's the thing. Uh, guys, Jimmy, before you make your point, and this might even play into that, I mean, I have always been saying, look, if Vince Neil can't get his shit together, I, I, look, Either Piercy needs to get the surviving members of Rat, or Kiefer needs to like take just maybe a summer off with his band, who I absolutely love, and they make amazing music. Yeah, but do the Cinderella thing because I think if you had Rat and Cinderella, throw them in. If because the whole crew thing, God, guys, not to get off on that tangent, but yeah. anyway, I, Cinderella was a band that I was hoping yeah. that they could have easily slipped into that spot and had enough hits with if you throw Rat in there, if they were to get their shit together. And Jimmy and it, actually had it, told Fred, he goes, you know, do it before it's too it's late. A, and then It's mm-hmm, funny because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> right, the last time Fred and I had talked, not too long ago, uh, he had just gotten off the phone with Nikki Six. He and Nikki Six are, are very good friends, very close. Uh, and that's actually Fred's favorite band. So uh, anyway, he gets off the phone with Nikki, and Nikki was like, you know, you guys need to go tour. And I said, that's funny because Fred... I was thinking, I'm nobody, but I just wanted to tell you, go rock the world yeah. while you while you can. Yeah, go go do it. You know, you've and it's funny because he goes, you know, Jeff Labar's sons. I think his name is Sebastian. Sebastian. Yes, right. He goes, been reading a lot of he his quotes. Plays like Jeff. He's like he looks like Jeff. 
And I'm like, Fred, go rock the world. And that's what Nikki yeah. said. He said, take go his son out and go rock the world. Why, why not? The Eagles, shit, if the Eagles can do it. Thank you. If the Eagles can do it. I, and let me just say this. I promised Dan Orr I was not going to tell this story until I get him out here to do this with me. And I won't. But Dan Orr and I have one of the funniest Jeff Labar stories ever. And it just involves us one night in a bar in Cincinnati, drunk dialing him. And he couldn't have been any cooler to us. We had Jeff's number. We never, ever, ever play that card. But we did this one night. And Dan and I have the story. And I'll wait to tell it with Dan. But it was funny. And Jeff was so sweet about it. He was so cool. He I was heard. Just, he was just such a cool. He was so and, and nice. And that's what actually what, what He Fred came on Wags and Elliot. And it, yeah. yeah. I heard from, I mean, from numerous people that have, I, uh, ironically, I've never met him. But uh I actually gave him a friend request not too long before he passed away. Right. And he didn't, he didn't. Uh, well, he, then. He, who's this guy from Ohio? But uh, anyway, uh, I've heard nothing from yeah. other folks that have actually met him, uh, that he's been nothing but a, a great guy. Uh, yeah. Other musicians that I know that got backstage or whatever and got to hang out with him for a little bit and talk. He was super, super personable and you know, and he, it's not a secret. I mean, even Fred will say, and it's been numerous reports. Dude, Jeff he, says it. Yeah. Jeff said it. Yeah, yeah. Jeff messed. He, he said he goes, I messed dude, it up. I, I, he did it. I He's, up. Yeah, man. Th th without a doubt. And uh, Jeff and Fred, if anybody in the band, the two of them, they talked on a regular basis. I mean, he hadn't talked to. Um, Oh, Tom. Tom, yeah, yeah. In, With, yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, forever. But Tom tried to help, too. Tom, it, well, dude, that you whole, know that. Right, there, that there's whole, some, some stuff I don't, his, yeah, well. there's some stuff that I don't want to get into. No, 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 yeah, and we but, won't, and we won't. But from, like, and, I, and I've got to meet Tom, good guy, Jeff Labar, everything you hear about Eric Brittingham, and then you guys say that. It just seems like the Cinderella camp was, was a really cool group, and, they, and, yeah, they certainly, and it sucks. It just sucks. They deserved was, a better fate. I, they know, deserved a better fate. Live, Christy. Live, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he was good live. Jeff That's was, the the, was the weak link, was the squeaky, and he admits it. I mean, he's not. Yeah. It's just as a takes, substance abuse issue. Yeah. As a player, he certainly wasn't no, a weak no, link. No, 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 no. Yeah. But, but as I far mean, as the substance abuse. Yeah. Without yeah. a doubt, without a doubt. So, all right, so there, boom. So, we're good. All right. All right. So now I want to transition before we get to bike nights and before we get to the Gypsy Kings, let's talk about some of the shows we've been to. Let's talk about uh, some of the venues, and you know exactly where I'm going with I this. Know exactly. You where guys we're uh, went last week and enjoyed uh, the King of Clubs. Like this, like that weekend was the first weekend. I like. I can't believe I was on Bush Boulevard and went past it. It was. I wanted to stop at the King of Clubs so bad. Uh, the first couple weekends there with the Jackal show and mm -hmm. uh, the Dead, Dead Daisies. We wanted. And then you to had go. Faster we, Pussycat we and Enough's Enough. I mean, those How's were Chip just doing. By the way, because oh, I thought awesome. of you. Yeah, was, I know. <laughs> that's my boy, man. Yeah, that's my boy. He, he's your one of the, and Christy just gave us so many great plugs up there, and that whole enough's enough faster pussycat show. And then Chad Stewart, drummer for Faster Pussycat, was rocking our QFM shirt. Awesome, you know he's a Zanesville boy, and it's just there's just anyway that was it's been so much fun. I want to hear about the Lita show because I've already talked about those shows on this podcast, but that Lita show that was another sold out show at the King of Clubs, yep. and it's just such a really really cool venue. I told Flight Pattern Bob. Now, his first show is going to be south of Eden a, a week August from this. 7th. Yeah, yep. a week from this Saturday. Right. So, yep. he's excited about it. I'm like, Bob, you're going, you're not going to believe this venue. It's, it's just, it's super cool. I'll tell you what, it is like, well, you know, not to do a play on words, but it's, uh, you know, the crowning jewel mm -hmm. of what used to be the continent. So Ricky and his wife, uh, yeah. they have done an amazing job. How nice is oh, God, what he's done with it over there? I I'm telling you, it's, it's, that. 
I hope that's a resurgence that is going to happen. Because the King of Clubs is a great nucleus to start that. It really is. It really is. You know what it reminds us of? We went to uh, see Night Ranger with Fred filling in on drums for Kelly Keegee. That was out. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It was called uh, Jurgles? Jurgles. And it's a very similar type venue. Uh, It's their food. They had a balcony. They had the stage. The only difference is there was no balcony behind the stage, which was actually good because you because don't want people dropping. Because at Jurgles, the tour manager was blocking it off anyway because uh, uh, some idiot dropped a beer off, you know, off the balcony onto the stage, and that put an end, put the kibosh and anybody oh getting yeah. behind to see. Because we had a bird's eye view looking down onto the stage before, you know. Johan decided to drop his booze. And then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so. And, and before, one, one last thing, and Ricky will appreciate me saying this, that I, everything I've read online, people are talking about the pizza. They say the pizza's really good there. No, I heard, anyway, anyway that's, that's, we didn't eat, but I heard the pizza's really good. I heard the pizza's really, really good there. the staff and yeah. everybody was cool? top notch. Cool? And walking in there. No BS and after either. The, after the, the year, 18 months that we've had mm-hmm. of no live music, and to have a new venue where we can see live music again, it, I mean... It was amazing. The staff was extremely oh, attentive. We told, I mean, we told Ricky they, that. On said, point. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? So uh, when I did the announcements, it, this was during uh, Enough's Enough and Faster Pussycat. So the, the band that played before Enough's Enough, I went out. Everything was cool. Then before Enough's Enough, you know, me and Ricky went out. Everything was cool. And then before Faster Pussycat. And this was, I don't know how many bush like pounders I had. <laughs> And, like, Ricky was totally cool with it. And everybody was cool with it once I got done. But I went up there before Faster Pussycat. And I could hear, I could hear my voice slurring. <laughs> I could hear it, Christy. And I was like, all right, Faster Pussycat coming out a little bit. And I went off the stage. I was like, oh, my God. It was so, but it was fun because I remember doing that at other, whether it was at the Newport or whether it was at the Rosa or where, when you do those announcements and you've been doing them all night long, it's just a great rock show and everybody's having fun. You know, you want a drunk DJ going out on stage. <laughs> and the, Flight oh, Pattern Bob, hold that thought. Oh hold that thought. Oh, Southwest Airlines out of Chicago. That's out of Chicago. Two, two hot two, chicks. Oh, two, two hot, hot chicks. chicks. Yeah. What is up with the? Is it, did the locusts the make their way attendant. out here? <laughs> yeah, one's a flight attendant. One's a flight. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the locusts seem to be. They latch on. I don't know. We haven't really had anything this far east, but I don't Thank know. Thank God, at, because you know that is the, that's like one of my biggest fears. I I am cicada phobic. Okay, uh, yeah. And thank God in Grove City, we've had nothing. I had one lone cicada, and it must have been the ugly one because a bird got it. And I watched the bird get it, and I had no cicada since. Let me just say this. Uh, if if lightning bugs bother you, Oreo's on it. Um, she does not like lightning bugs, and she will. she's looking for them now. When they by come the way, in. you know what? I love the fact that you said uh, we'll be hanging with Oreo because we're cat people. We're yes, not we dog are people. Cat people. Jimmy's business is named after a cat so See? cool <laughs> oreo isn't she great what a just a great she garage kitty awesome cat she is so cool. Back, cool cat and i was like you know she doesn't really she's abused they, we found her she's blind one eye you don't really want to touch her you know like go down and pet her and christy i walk oh, out christy's holding like her. holding her like a baby <laughs> like a baby that's what i do with my cat she was purring so oh i could God. hear her purring and i'm so giving loud. kisses oh little she's kitty kisses whisperer. right there she yeah. is awesome but she i hear what awesome. you're saying about uh when you hear i know we digress let me have another strawberry lemonade, truly. Um, so truly. I wasn't sure, and you know how a lot of these acts are, Archie. Mm-hmm. Some of the management will say, yeah, you can introduce. Others will go, no, we don't want an introduction. 
So I had no idea right. if I was going to introduce Lita Ford or not. So with Ricky, cool. I was I That's was allowed cool. to do uh, the two opening bands. The first one was um, Oregon. Oregon. The second one was Managed Chaos, who are friends of ours. Gotcha. And I thought that was done. And Drunk Carl's with me, and we're out oh in the patio. God. What a night! And we're but we're pounding the Miller Lights, and we're smoking and everything else. And then Ricky comes out, and he goes, "No, management gave us the thumbs up. You can go ahead and introduce Lita Ford." Mm -hmm. And I had met Lita a couple times before, and especially in my days when I worked at Wazoo and Dayton, I met Lita. All right on. Ooh, I met Lita thirty years. Years ago, by the way. Yeah, it's yeah. been a minute. Ooh. And so we're backstage on the ramp, and I had I Jimmy like back Lita. with me. And they bring Lita from the uh, royal room, which they have, and ah. they bring her down the stairs, kind of through the crowd Looking a little bit. Looking nice and red leather. Oh, yeah, red leather. Red leather. Yes. You know, I tell you what, smoking hot. Mm-hmm. Yes, she is. Uh, so she was standing next, and she was standing next to Jimmy, and I get on stage, and I introduce her. And I get the crowd going, you know, the, the you know here we, the, the queen of heavy metal, Lita Ford, and there was like 60 more seconds of the intro music. And so I walk off the stage and I go back and there's Lita and her band and she extends her hand to me and she goes, great introduction. Thank you so much. I mean, that, that rocked. How cool and is that? So I shook her hand and I said, hey, listen, Torgan Elliott had, because Torgan Elliott had right. her on, on Friday. And she goes, oh yeah, QFM 96. And Jimmy's standing next to her and Jimmy's like, I so want to say something. I wanted to I wanted say, say something so bad, but <laughs> you know I don't what? want to be that person. I'm just not that dude. So I just left her alone and just uh -huh. looking at her and saying, awesome job. And it was a sold out show. And I tell you what, all these shows have been selling out. And she sounded yeah. amazing. She sounded amazing. She, she oh, here, and I told you my wife was going to show up. Come on, walk through here. Hi, guys. Hello. Uh, so there's a uh, little madness who's taller than I am and my wife. Nice. And, Sorry, we're, we're in your humble. Sorry. Oh, hi, sweetie. How are you? Good to see you. <laughs> it's nice to see you. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, that was you know great Thanks. timing. Good job, B. All right, but I tell <laughs> so you what, I'm just going to say it out loud, yeah. loud and clear. Lita Ford has not lost anything, nothing. She sounds great vocally, as a vocalist, as a singer, as a guitar player. She has not lost anything either. So oh, that's great. She sounds as good today as she did 20, 30 years ago, and, which and, is amazing. And Christy, I mean, you're a woman of rock. I mean, you think about the runways and, 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 you know, what a legendary group, Whether no matter what their sex is, Christy. What do you think of that? And that was a testament, and that's one thing. And, of course, she's 60 years old. I'm 55 years old, and she's still doing it. I know. So you know what, Lita, honey? You're giving me hope. There you go. <laughs> Bob, Bob, Flight Pattern Bob, what was that? Dallas. Oh, Dallas. Dallas, American Airlines. American Airlines. How many on there? Okay. Twelve hot chicks. Oh, oh, oh my honey, God. that's a sorority going on a little vacation <laughs> Listen right how there. Thorough that uh -huh. app is, Christy. Before they start Rush Week that at is. Ohio State. They, they, they all have both their legs are tan. Yeah, you've <laughs> like, only no, got one. I got, see, I on was now note. I'm self conscious about it. <laughs> all right, so Christy, I'm going to get me an, uh, another Bush latte while I'm doing that. Let's talk about bike night. Go ahead and tell the people exactly, uh, Christy. I've, I went once. I plan on coming again in a couple of weeks. I think Kevin Young and I are going to come on, on one particular night. And it's huge crowds, tons of bikes. It just, it makes sense out there at Obets. It, it, it doesn't it? I mean, that's just a Fort great gig it was It was supposed to be our home. We had this planned, of course, for 2020. And COVID hit. Uh, Steve Adams and everybody from the city of Obets, from the mayor to the police department, has welcomed us with open arms. And we, this is our seventh year doing bike night. 
So here's the thing. We have built this up over seven years. We started at the casino. And thank you, uh, Greg and Melissa Groves down at Ugly Mug. In 2019, we had Stellar Bike Night there. But it's grown to the part where we, to the point where we needed a bigger venue. And mm-hmm. Fortress Obets fits the bill. It's perfect. Um, Amazing venue. The fact that we have live bands, the best live local cover bands in Central Ohio playing each and every week. Every week. Uh, the parking lot, 360,000 uh, 360, square feet, where you can take your foamy adult beverage and you can walk out with your foamy adult beverage and look at all the bikes. We've got classic cars that come, uh, not to mention, you know, Flickinger Legal Group, and we got our friends from Farrah Harley-Davidson, powered by Reichert. <laughs> yeah, uh, girl, I'm telling you. Columbus Car Art and <laughs> Think about this. Listen to this. Who have been with us since we started Bike Nights seven Those years ago. Those are heavyweights, ago. too, man. We've sure. always I mean, given away a motorcycle, but this year we said, you know what, let's, let's do it up a notch. And thank you, Rockstar Energy Drink, because our grand prize this year is a trip for two to Sturgis 2022 plus $2,500 spending money. And when we say a VIP trip, we mean you get, think about when you go to Disney World and you get the uh, backstage pass where you get to, you know, skip everyone in line. That's pretty <laughs> much what you're going to get at Sturgis. Yep. Uh, the Pappy Hoyle, uh, the Full Throttle Saloon, and there's a whole concerts. list. Concerts, yep. backstage, I mean everything. And so the final bike night will be September the 16th. Uh, so many sponsors and so many people have come out. Not only the people that have been with us for seven years, but now word's getting around because, what do they say? Word of mouth is the best advertising. Yeah. And it is the biggest and baddest bike night in town. You've got so much space and everyone loves it. So it's every Thursday night. Uh, it starts at six o'clock. The band gets on the stage um, at seven, and then we do weekly prizes. We've got QFM ninety six uh, bike night T shirts. We've got gas cards. It's it's so. And last week we had a wedding. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, we had a I, wedding saw, last yeah, week. I saw that. On, I saw that on you know, Facebook. I mean, it was just it's it's amazing, and I'm proud to be a part of it, and I'm proud that. You know, and Jimmy has actually helped me do it over the past seven years uh, with the promotion and everything else and the people that we know. And we appreciate it. It's a community. It's not just another bike night. And it's what sets us apart from, and not to take anything away from the different bars that do bike nights, which is great. That's awesome. But what sets us apart is we highlight a different motorcycle organization every week that highlight a different charity so it's either the veterans it's domestic violence it's kids it's no right on you know it it, it really is the 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 folks that you've surrounded yourself with and and chrissy let's not sell yourself short it's you and the spirit of qfm 96 it's just a perfect venue for that you know what i mean we're community that's that's the essence of qfm 96 right i I mean and that's true and and an event like that no one else can do that, Christy. Let's, you know, as, as, as much as we want to talk about everything that, that goes on with everybody that does it, well, you know what? You and all of us at QFM, I mean, that's something that... That's it's family. I mean, honestly, right. it's, it's you know, uh, a thousand people, but those thousand people are all family when yeah, they, they come are. out. And Absolutely. I, and you know, me being a hugger, and you get a few white wow. cars oh, in me. Flight Pattern Bob. Me, Flight Pattern Bob was like, oh, he was like, wow, this oh, yeah. is amazing. Oh, my boobs were against you, and you like that. No, I'm a hugger. You are. COVID, I don't care. I'm a hugger. And I always ask now, I go, are you okay? And they're like, oh, no, come here, give yes. me a hug. Yes, it's all about the boobs. It's all it, about the boobs. <laughs> it is all kind of all about the boobs. Now, Jimmy, I, I, we talked, we'll say, we've talked bike night. Let's talk about the Gypsy Kings. Let's talk about the summer that you guys have already had, what you've got planned. 
Um, I saw you guys at the Port Smokehouse. What a great time that was. What a Sunday. Fight Platter Bob was at that one as well. Oh, that's cool. Rode back with him. Uh, Playing at Buckeye Lake in is, the vet is a highlight for, from Buckeye. for Gypsy Kings. Oh, it was and good for times. any local band. Yeah. Play out there no, it is. The it's fun. So yeah. uh, talk about the band, what's going on, what the future looks like here as far as sure. uh, late July. Late July. Well, first of all, we're, we're getting some new uh, you know, logo designed, proper vector format logo <laughs> and we're gonna have merch so we'll, we'll merch. have proper oh, right merchandise on. like t-shirts and you know all, yes yeah better so, yeah, looking yeah. koozies okay i've got all one. of the good stuff is sporting the gypsy king's koozie Damn but right. no we're gonna have t-shirts we've got rock glasses we'll have new new glasses yeah gotcha. with the new logo but uh first things first that but uh of course you know we're, we're learning some new songs going back in the uh you know the woodshed gotcha so we're going to bust out some new material um, and then um, they are opening up for, for Zoso for Zoso now that's at Lazy Acres right guys yes in Nashport right outside of Zanesville and uh, Lazy Acres Campground if you've that's never a party heard of it, man I I'm see, telling you they're well, the coolos so, I mean the pretty filth oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, 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 and rock, rock house. house absolutely and they are getting the best tribute, tribute bands, bands. So that's yeah. what's going they in there they had the hairball there last Saturday hairball. did you see that setup? oh Honey, yeah the Good stage Lord. is amazing sound and everything so I know the guys are really excited to be opening for Zoso and that is going to be Sure. on august the 21st yep would and, now jimmy when you say that and i know how much i know how much bonham means to kevin young your drummer we've I've had that discussion with him many times i mean mm -hmm. seeing zoso i mean and, and being a part of a show where where you got a band like that i mean that's kind of sure. as a singer bro that's got to make you it's really tingly really, sure it's really really a great job really cool and it's funny because my bandmates will cringe when i say this <laughs> Uh, and I'm going to say it again. Uh-oh. The singer in Zoso. Go for it. Live does Robert Plant a little better than, especially towards the end. I mean, not. I'm not talking the last 20 years. I'm talking about, you I've, know, the end of his prime gotcha. years. He, he can hit all of the notes. If you squint at a Zoso show, just uh, really, and, and the, and, and the, and the page guy too. I mean, they, they yeah. do. You, you know what I mean? They've got it down, and it does. And it's just not the look. No, you gotta I mean, have they, the sound. If you're can, do it, that's what you're saying. He and can I nail it. all those notes, and it's like I, I tell my guys in the band, I'm like, dude, it's like being at a Zep show, except for the singer sounds great. <laughs> sounds better than Robert Planted, and Zoso has done. <laughs> so, so they're like, eh, yeah, no, they cringe. <laughs> but Zoso has done a lot of QFM ninety six gigs in the past, especially at the Newport. Right, and they uh, actually they did one of our shows. It was a um, Sticky Fingers Fest, I believe. And I'm backstage, and I just remember the dude that that plays uh, Jimmy Page. He wanted to bum a smoke off me, and he <laughs> he didn't have his they wig on or anything. And they were the coolest guys yeah. oh, that's ever. Awesome. The drummer was really cool. I remember him being backstage. This has been probably ten years ago. And I'm a huge. So. I think of anybody on the radio station. I'm the probably the biggest Zeppelin fan because mm -hmm. uh, Zeppelin in high school. I was dating a guy that. Zeppelin was his band. In order to impress him, I had to learn all about Zeppelin. So I'm 14 years old, and you I had to, Zeppelin. oh my, I knew my, I could tell you what song, what album, what side, how long, when it was released, who was the, all of this kind of, so I'm a huge Zeppelin fan, and Zoso is the best tribute band around. They're the pinnacle. Of, they're they're, they're the pinnacle. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Without, is, is, as Brit Floyd yes. Correct. is yeah. to Pink Floyd. And Does that's a whole, that's you? another amazing show. I mean, let me show. ask you this, Archie. Does it surprise you? 
the tribute band market now is is just ripe. It's so rich. When you think about Thunderstruck, the ACDs. No, because look at the, the bands we're talking about. Yeah. They just iconic can't. Bands. Iconic bands, but they just can't get out there. Either they're not together anymore, or they're just, they can't pull it off as often as they used to. You know what? There's not very many Rolling Stone cover bands, because guess what? Mick and Keith take care of that, and they're going to be out there every freaking week. As long as you don't have a pandemic, they're in. <laughs> and it's you, a you, testament. You, you know what I mean? But these other bands, yeah. I think these right. bands that we're mentioning are bands that just either aren't around anymore, or just don't. They're not as frequent in tour, and that's a that's an ACDC, right? You know, there's it's, some good ACDC cover bands. To, Thunderstruck, Thunderstruck, yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah, Oh, they're they're amazingly Killer good. Band. It's a testament yeah. to you know what we do as a radio station. Been around for 44 years, okay? Um, that these bands are still relevant to this day. Everyone right. goes, oh, you know, it's the same songs over and over again, blah blah blah. But you've got these tribute bands that are packing the house. So guess what? It's still relevant, and now you got a new generation that we're teaching. This is where rock and roll stems from. Well, there's going to be that middle ground as far as Kiss goes, because Paul Stanley says that you know you don't even have to have an original member uh, to do Kiss, right? So, oh. I, what does that even mean? I have can no you idea. Imagine? I think that's that's setting the imagine? stage for when they all re retire. Right? When, or I'm sorry, when he and and Gene, Gene retire. retire yeah. Now, did you, you know, know that, you know that, that we've Ace never and, seen Kiss. Jimmy and I have never seen Kiss. Do you know Kiss. Ace and Peter drank? Uh, what now? You guys have never seen Kiss? Uh, no, but no. I guess we're going to with you and Dorsey. That's right. The rescheduled show. And who's opening up? Bozy, Bozy, Bop. <laughs> oh, my City God. Bop. You're going to see Roth with the madness, Jimmy. Get ready. And I don't give a shit how he sounds. He is the diamond one. And we were all, we're all going to respect it. And it's going to be fun. And we're going to have a blast. And he's going to entertain you, and you're going to laugh, and you're going to have fun. And this is the show we should have seen last year at Center. I know. Center. I know. Yeah. I'm going yeah. in with an open mind. Well, you don't. An need open to. ears. I'm a Roth guy, and I'm, I'm not even going in with an open mind. I just, <laughs> I just want to see him. I just want to hear him talk. I want to, you know, I want to see him be goofy. You know, I try to tell people all the time. It's like, no, this is. No, shut up. This is Dave. Dave's been this way the entire time. He has less hair, and it looks a little goofier. The stuff he does. Go watch the Us Festival or watch any of the stuff, you know, any of those things. That's Dave. He's doing the same thing he did now that he did in 1982 or 81 or 80. But obviously he doesn't have it anymore as far vocally. But I, look, man, I just want to go see my heroes. Sure. You, you know what I mean? Honey, we get it. And we I'm over it. it. I Wait, don't this care. This is a no judge zone. I know. This is a no judge <laughs> but zone. I know, don't but you it's, worry. it's like, and I don't care if Don Dockin, I don't care if if Tommy Skeo's not in Tesla. I'm going to go see Tesla yeah. and I'm going to go yeah, see Resistant Bite. Yeah. Resistant Bite, Tommy Skeo's band is awesome. And I just, I, I'm, I'm at the age now where I can't worry about, I get it. There's a lot of people now at my age that I just don't want to fucking hang out with. Yeah. And I know how these bands feel. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. But I'll go I'll go support everybody. I'm going to go support everybody now, I know at this point. You know, when I'm in my, when I was 40, 30, yeah, I, I didn't. I was like, come on, man, get back together. But now I'm just, I'm totally cool with it. I'll go support anybody. Now you were at Picktown Palooza. We're backstage. Got to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had helped. Well, I shouldn't say we. I, I was stood a there. roadie. Which he, was, was, he was the roadie. Oh, I heard. Yeah, so I heard. Jimmy was Interesting. doing. I seen pictures. New career opportunity for me, but that's a whole nother Yeah, doing the back line. Oh, yeah. So we were... I was, when we were talking about Lita Ford, how awesome she sounded at 60 years old. And Tell Jack about, Russell is 60 years old. Yeah. Now, Jack, Jack Russell. Russell looks 80. He came out 
listen, I'm, I, I'm not going to. It's a little bit scary. I'm Hold not going to be. Dis- Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Fly pattern, Bob. I am express out of New York. Okay. How many hot, people? Got to be some hot chicks How many on people? That one? There's 164 souls. Okay. There's seven, seven hot, hot chicks. chicks. All that. right, seven. That's good. One, one milf. One, oh, one milf. Jesus. One milf. Did you update the oh app? Oh, my gosh. Oh. We got a milf. We updated we got the a app. Milf. milf alert. <laughs> but Jack Russell, Christy. All right, so we were talking about Lita Ford, how she hasn't. Speaking of milfs. <laughs> yeah, yet, right. Hasn't missed a beat. So we were backstage, and we see Jack Russell coming out of the trailer. And listen, I don't want to be disparaging here, but it was kind of shocking. He had a cane. And I, Christy, it's, it's we've all if, if you if you followed Jack the last ten years of yeah. this whole thing, you know his situation. And he's only sixty years old, but he looks seventy five. He's gone through yeah, we so a, much. We had he's a gone friend, through so much. We had a friend that told us we yeah he's seventy five. So we we were Google Google like, friend. Ah, no, he's no, not seventy five. He's, he's sixty. So he was walking, and Jimmy was on the one side of the stage, and and him and his handler had walked by me, and he's doing vocal runs. He's okay. doing like uh, Led Zeppelin licks. And of course, yeah. as, as a right singer, man, I'm like, what's this guy doing? Because you know? they did a Led Zeppelin tune right. during that oh, night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets on stage and I'm looking at him like, I, I don't know what to expect. I swear to God. He kind of hobbles God. on stage, by the way. His He's voice amazing. He's amazing. was amazing. Oh, and he, amazing. Guys, he yeah. called the garage. So he called the hawk's nest here. And oh, I was yeah? talking to him and I was trying to talk to him. I tried to say it. We didn't really get into it too much, but I was trying. This was right after uh, Vince Neil said, uh, I quit, and he walked off the stage. So I had said to him, I said, you know, with everyone, with all these singers, and people are just kind of like, it, it, it's not the same. And, and I said, Jack, for all the shit that you've been through, yeah. your voice Yep, it's true. It's, it's, it's true. It hasn't changed. It's beautiful, and it's 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 as beautiful now as it was in the late eighties. And, and he, Jimmy, isn't is a it singer. crazy? Isn't it crazy? It is. He can barely move, and that. But I, like I said, but I've seen him how many times here outside of outside of Great White. He's doing better now physically. Let me tell you this, guys. He's doing Are better now because than, it, than it he was, was here previously. Absolutely. Because uh, it looked like his neck, I mean, I I know that he even says he had the, the surgeries. So well, he had a he surgery. Had, to- oh, yes. He had some, he had some back issues and okay, uh, that's neck issues. There's, I, look, I'm not a doctor. I can't remember exactly everything right. that I've like read over the years. It looked like his neck was fused because, He's, I mean, yeah. he had, his neck was to one side and he was trying to move, but his guitar player who, Robbie, Jimmy, Robbie, Robbie Lochner. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you something. Yeah. It's funny because when we were loading gear, how in, amazing is he, he? He was really kind of subdued, but man, let me tell you, when they were on stage to play, he was like a pinball. He's a madman. I move a lot. I would struggle to move as much he's, as that. He's guy all does. over the place. He's all over the place. No, and it's a. It's. I just think that band sounds so good. And, well, how, and, and, well, let me ask you this. So, what do you think? And, and Jimmy and I were talking about this at dinner earlier. A lot of these bands that are coming back on the road, yeah. where you got the lead singer who's okay. Uh, all right, flight, 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 flight update. Oh, it's an American Eagle out of Charlotte. Three hot chicks. Three oh, hot chicks. Ah. Oh, Charlotte. No Charlotte. milfs. No milfs. <laughs> are there no milfs on no, that one? No, no, no. All right. We've only got one milf the the entire evening. I know. Yeah. This was the first milf we've ever had since <laughs> Bob got the update. Okay, thank you, Bob. Thank you All for right, that. I'm sorry, Christy. Okay, so uh, when you get these bands like Jack Russell's Great White that, that are fronted by older guys, 
uh, I think it really helps them when they get a younger band behind them, when they get the younger guitar player, or you know, they might well, not be Lita's, the original members of Lita's the band. Lita's band was that, that way as well, yeah. yeah. Except for Bobby on drums, yes, yeah, 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 yes, yeah. sir. He's yeah, that's of, funny because you said the same thing. One yeah. of the all-time greats, though. He's he's a legend in in that from that whole genre. Oh, sure. And and I still that's the one book that I need to read. They say that his book is incredible. Really? Yes, all my friends have read it, and I have, that's the yeah, Bobby Rock's book is the, like the one I haven't read yet. But I don't know. I, the, the question is, as far as these these bands, and you have the singer, and you grab the younger guys. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, there's every band, every one of these bands that we're talking about from this era has a different situation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. And whether you know, and you talk about me with enough's enough. I mean, you've got Chip fronting the band now which was never the thing. It was always Chip and Donnie and, yeah. and, and you know, now Donnie, I don't know, that's a whole other, but I guess my point is, every story's different. Yeah. Whether, it's, whether it's Faster Pussycat, Enough's Enough, a docking. Well, Tesla. Every, I mean, Tesla. How many? Well, no, that's it. No, they're all. Those are all originals. Thank you. Except, okay. yeah, except for for Rude, who's who's the guitarist now, who took over for Tommy Skeo. All right. But that's all the guys. That's 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 all the guys you know. Um, but there's situations like that. I mean, Rat could get back together without Robin. They could grab Jakey e. Lee, who was in Mickey Rat. They could get it done if Warren Demartini. But then people will tell you that that Stephen Piercy doesn't sound good. I, I think well, Stephen Piercy. Well, it was Stephen and I. It, I, I wanted... think Stephen's doing all right, man. And, 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 and there's an there's another older cat that you wouldn't think he's as old as he is, but Stephen is. And yeah, man. I tell you what, that's one guy who I met back in the day and I've met here the last few years. He is, he's cool as hell, man. Humbled and, and just wants to, and is very appreciative of everything. And it sucks I, that that video came out of him. And I know that, that Fred, who's a good, oh, when he good was, friend of Steve. Fred well, Steven wasn't friend well, of man. He wasn't I know, well there. I know, I know. And when he was on the, yeah, that, that was a bad, bad, and that, bad that, scene. That wasn't good. And I know, I, know uh, I saw Fred, you know, like try to like, he didn't really say a lot, but he was just trying to be supportive, and I recognize that. But, but they were going to be in a band together. But they were in arcade. They were in arcade, yeah. man, which yeah. I love. I love. And and but but Steven's better now. Yeah. And and but you're and not going to said he goes. You know what? A rat right? reunion is not. I mean, he's intimated recently yeah. that rat. Hey, listen, we could be getting out on the road, and I think that would be a huge. I think draw. it would be huge, and you know who? What else? For sure. So I, that's when I told you guys. I thought Rat, if if Stephen can grab everybody, yeah, okay, and then get either Carlos Cavazo to play again because that's Warren's buddy, or yeah. grab Jakey e. Lee, which I that's what I would. I think that would be amazing. But I wanted Rat or Cinderella or both. Okay, well, they were supposed to go on. On tour together, and that was before the, the pandemic. Yes, I was going to that, too. They had a show in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. But you know what Dave Mann said to me? Because I, I told him, I was like, Rat. And he's like, nah, Rat doesn't. He wasn't down with that. He's like, you know, Whitesnake, what about Coverdale in this in this final run that he's got? He's got a farewell tour. He wants yeah, to Why do doesn't that. he hop yeah, into yeah. it? And he grabbed the dude uh, from Trans-Siberian, that amazing singer. He's, oh yeah, he's in Yeah, for this. And I'm like, you know what, Dave? You might be right, man. Maybe White Snake. 
Maybe I'm overestimating what Rat could pull. But I thought Rat and Cinderella together could easily fill. And this is just me thinking that if Motley Crue can't get kidding? it done. Are you kidding? No. Rat and Cinderella, that a double bill right? that would draw. But Rat had a shit ton of hits, and we've yeah. discussed this on this podcast so many times. I, I'm telling you, man. they didn't, It's all about the hits. It I is. Mean, and, yeah. and look, I, I get it. Motley Crue's more popular. But if, if we're going to match songs that you know... Rat has as many as Motley Crue, and, I, and I'm sorry to all my crew friends out there, and I love Motley as much as anybody, but that's always been my point. As far as familiarity yeah. for those bands, Rat can hang with any of them. And I, I told Stephen Piercy that. I've told my Motley Crue buddies that. That's the, that's the truth, all right? When somebody in Rat dies, they die. <laughs> Somebody in Motley Crue dies, they come back, I guess. <laughs> that was one of my jokes from earlier in the season. I just was trying to throw it on, on you when guys. They die, they yeah. die. No, when you they die. You when a guy in Rat dies, You dies. don't want to know how much money was involved on the, on the oh, Motley tour. Well, that's why they're not giving the tickets back. That's exactly oh, why. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, Jimmy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, We're Jimmy's got the, the inside scoop on that from Fred. Yeah, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, it was, uh, I'm like, oh, my God, okay. That's why they I can't. wish I could make that kind of money. Wow. The now, hand signal I just is, got, folks. Vince Neil is coming in January to Hollywood mm-hmm. Casino. Wait, let me like just say this. Well, to- I don't know. Well, in, in, well, he was supposed to play before right. everything hit the fan. And I even said on this show that I believe in Vince, and I thought Vince was going to get it turned around. And I thought when once we had the lockdown, a guy like that with all that money, once he's locked down, He's going to get with he's a trainer. He's going to work on himself. He's going to work uh, on it, better himself. And here's another thing that people don't want to talk about when it comes to Motley Crue. And now I'm going to show my Motley Crue fandom. I mean, Vince Gomes, he's, look, I know a lot of it. He's brought upon himself. But there's a lot of other things that's happened in Vince's life oh, that's sure. not his fault. Yeah, yeah. Whether absolutely. it's his mom or his daughter. He's got a lot of other things, too. Sure. A lot absolutely. of adversity. Right. A lot I, of adversity. I'm not getting in a car with him, Jimmy. But I'm just saying, there's a, there's Vince has a lot of other there's a lot of other things. Absolutely. And in and look, he wasn't the greatest singer, but he was one of the coolest frontmen ever. Absolutely. Ever. You know, if I'm gonna brag for about that rat, genre for that genre yeah. and that generation, yeah. I and absolutely. Look, and agree. I'm a Piercy guy, but I'm telling you right now, Vince Neil was the most popular and probably the best frontman out of that. It was just bragging about Rat versus Motley Crue. And you know what? But let's not let's not downplay what Vince Neil well, brought. Well, here's the to thing, that. and I'm sure you've had this discussion before. There's a difference between a lead singer and a frontman. Okay. Oh, you, you can yeah. Be, I mean, you're, you're talking lucky, to a David Lee Roth fan. You're you talking to a David Lee Roth fan. You an incredible singer and an incredible frontman. Mm-hmm. But how many times do you come across that where you are? I mean, yeah. Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger's an okay singer, but Mick Jagger is the quintessential frontman. No, he is. He, he is the, the he is, prototype. He is, he is as far the as I'm concerned, that that envelops both, that encompasses both. Yeah. Is Freddie Mercury, incredible singer and yeah. an incredible frontman. He. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. As far as frontman, go for man, it. Let's hear I'll it. I'll take. I'll take Mick as a frontman. As Do you a want singer. to get laid tonight or not? You're disagreeing with me. Ah, yeah. Whatever, yeah. Christy. I've heard your commercials. Jimmy's going to be just fine. <laughs> I've heard those commercials. Now who? Go ahead. Uh, no, no, I will. I will take. Uh, I'll take Mick as a front man. Uh, Freddie's the better singer between the two, and by a little margin. I mean, right. Mick's not a bad singer, you know. But Mick's definitely. Well, I'm saying. I'm sorry. Mick is the both. protege. He's yeah. an incredible Mick's, singer yes. and a front man. I'm saying Wait. it has both. When you look him up, when you look him up, it's yeah, gonna I'm be. I'm just saying. No, Mick, I would Mick, take Mick Jagger as a front Mick, man over Freddie Mercury. Yeah. But as far as far as having both skills, uh, my. My right. Fre- Freddie, Freddie, Freddie is Fred. Well, to me, Freddie's more of a singer you're than argue, he don't is. Don't argue with me. No, don't, but let me just say this. Me. I think what <laughs> I think what Christie's saying, and what a lot of people who talk about 
Freddie, you think about those performances that have been emphasized over the years, the yeah. Live Aids and the, right. and the other show, and those other big shows, the Montreal show that everyone has the DVD for. I mean, there's there's some quintessential moments where he took over. Sure. And it was more than just his voice. And, right. and yeah, but I but it's Mick. I mean, you're talking about. Well, the, I think personally, I think it's Rob friend. Halford, but that's that's <laughs> that's just me. And his codpiece. And I'm I'm a Maiden guy, but I think it's Rob Halford. Oh, I, Iron Maiden coming out with some new stuff. What'd you think of that new song, guys? Uh, Jimmy, well, I want to make sure Jimmy got all of his lead singer stuff because we're sitting here talking about lead singers, and we're we want to make sure Jimmy gets his. Oh point. man, I mean, I, I like so many different singers. I mean, whatever. Right. I like Getty Lee. I mean, who would who? How many people like Getty Lee as a singer? And there's not a lot of people that can't so. stand Getty Lee as a singer. But you know, I'm I'm a prog rock girl. Right. Where's Crest right of Steel land with you, Jimmy? That's what I want to know. You know, uh, uh, it's funny because when we were, I remember being. Oh my god. Back at band camp. Right? <laughs> yeah, okay. dude. One time, one time at, one time at band camp. Right. Uh, we used to take the Caress of Steel, right, mm -hmm. in the, on a boombox and just listen to it at night, you know, to the Necromancer and what all a, that a, stuff. What a cool record, and man. It was, it I was love that record. All the, but and then Panacea and all that crap. Yeah. I mean, we loved it when we were kids. I love it now, but... Uh, Okay, I, I I just I loved all that stuff. Um, but I'm a I'm a rush head. I know you are. That's why I always like to throw that record at the guys who I know. <laughs> I just want to hear their reaction. Anybody that says they're a rush fan, I always ask about Crest of Steel because I just want to I just want to know. Now I it's funny know. because you know when you hear about stories about when they were on tour, uh, you know they, they'll talk about. Okay, they call him Glee. You know, Getty Lee. Glee. Right. Okay, Glee. What's it? You got Honeydew. You know. Talking about, you I'm know. With you. I'm picking up what you're throwing down, Jimmy. I'm with you. I'm with you. A little rush speak here. Yeah, it's just funny. It I is. will dine on honeydew. All right, let me just, and because I know Drunk Carl's going to listen to this episode. And when we're talking about Rush, I talk about Rush a lot, and I talk about how talented those guys are. But let's let's talk about Triumph. Let's talk about Rick Emmett. Oh, God. If you want to talk about the, the talented on... Guys who can sing and play an instrument. To I'm me, going Rick to put Emmett, Rick uh, Emmett. I'm the older I get, the older I get. Yep. I, I he as far as classic rock, dude. He's the man. He's the man. He's the man. He's the man. And I've said it yeah. forever. I, he's the man. And I said even man. on my show when I when the the very few opportunities that I do get to play Triumph, right. we get to play Triumph a lot more now, don't we, Mike Dorsey? I know. Thank you, Mike. Hello. Right. Um, Rick Emmett to me mm -hmm. is the most underrated yep. singer of a fucking band ever. Ever. Oh ever. my God. Ever. I mean, you talk about a guy that's grossly, <laughs> grossly talented. And you listen yeah. to him live, live. Sing. And he sounds the same as he does on the record. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I know. Okay. I know. Speaking about Getty Lee, he's got, if anything, slightly higher, higher range. range than Getty Lee as a singer. Which is, is freaking amazing in and of itself. Oh, but wait a minute. I'm the the one and only guitar player in the yeah. band, too. Yeah. You and, know, and good. And fantastic. And good. Yeah. And the songs are fantastic. I, I, had, I had this one dude in college. I'm not even going to give him credit. But he, like, he had a Rick Emmett poster. And I was kind of a Rush guy. And we always kind of... But the older I get, he was right. He was right. Yeah, you get older, he was. He was you right. Appreciate it. I, I get it. I yeah, get it. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I, I think about. And I, I, I'm a triumph guy. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not. Yeah. But if you're going to fight in those battles, 
You know what I mean? If I was going to, I fought in the Iron Maiden and, and, and Judas Priest Wars. I was an Iron Maiden guy, you know? I was always a Rush dude, yeah. Right, and yeah. I was always Rush, a girl. Rush and Triumph. There, but isn't it crazy how we always had these battles with like these these bands? Now Triumph. We, I mean, we're talking seventy eight, seventy nine. We're talking Allied Forces. Yeah. and 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 oh man, the fight the good fight. I want to say that was seventy nine. Yeah, just right around oh, yeah, there. You're yeah. talking. It was late seventies, early eighties with that. So run I was like, of I was like fourteen. I just and that, that's when I was busting right. my rock and roll chair. I was just throwing Allied them. Forces out there, but there was that late seventies through the early eighties where they had an amazing run. There was two or three records right there in a row from them. But what, what I hear planes. I hear planes. You guys, Bob, what, was, what do you got? Was that a plane? Or is that the plane, fan? Honey, that's the cadence. Okay. What was the, uh, You're drunk. the, the, the I'm us, drunk. The Us Festival or whatever? Oh, the, the Us Festival. The well, yeah, that's like drunk God. Carl always talks about. He yeah. was like up, he was there. up front and center. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and think about that. He, he saw Van Halen. He saw uh, the, the Judas Priest. He saw that Triumph show, which was famous on there. Motley Crue played there. Quite right. You think about uh, that heavy metal day. And I want to get drunk Carl on here. And we both have agreed that we're not going to just beat the shit out of each other about Sammy and Dave. We're not going to do it. Because, no, I mean, we'll be cool. Like, gotta, oh, wait, you know we already, we uh, trust salt me. salt of the earth anyway, but you got to lay the ground rules and you got to make sure. No, uh, no, Carl's cool. got to do one or the other, smoke or drink tequila. Okay. You can't do both. <laughs> if Bob, not, what do you think? You got, depends you on whether the kids gal. are here. Sally Gal and well, Amy are the ones responsible for drunk Carl. Okay. I, but I think Dorsey says that might be one of the greatest podcasts ever is when we can get drunk Carl in front of a mic and just, because I want to talk to him. I told him, like, Carl, I want to talk about the US Festival. You've oh, seen yeah. so much. I, I want. I want to talk about that. Yes, you know him. what? And, and Carl's got. He's he is, a great dude. He's honestly. a great dude. Is he's he a not? Great guy. I know I'm that sure Torg and everybody, is. you know, kind of, you know, you know, blast him and everything else. But we hang out with with Carl. I love Carl. Okay, and I don't want to call him he's drunk my, Carl. But no, Carl, I don't like to call him. He's drunk a friend. Carl of, either. He's, he's a friend. our friend. He's our yeah. friend, and he's a great guy. But sure again. Is. Smoke or drink tequila. Okay, we'll figure Can't something do out. Both. Let me figure out what <laughs> the kids are doing. He, he tries. To he do tries. That's like me drinking uh, wine and shots. Hello, Breakfast Club. Carl oh. was gone by seven thirty in the morning. But hey, did, who came back out for a show later that night? He did. He came to the Gypsy he King did. show at Finnegan's he Wake. Was he was absolutely did. there. Because I put up on Facebook, "You're a machine," and then someone else wrote underneath that, "You're a mess." I'm like, no, you do not understand. You have no idea, Carl. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, Carl, I don't care. I don't, we don't, with the Sammy and Dave, we can talk about it because I just think you're the most fascinating, cool dude ever. Here's the thing about, about Carl. He's lived a hard life, but you know what? He's living his life and he's living it on his terms. And he's and cool a lot to, to be said for that. He's he cool is. to everybody. He is. When I say salt of the earth, that's what He is what a great, mean. great guy. Absolutely. He's certainly a great friend to us. Yes. Christy so. Kemper, Jimmy Roseberry, give me some, give me some Gypsy King dates over here over the next few weeks. People that are listening. All right, since I'm since we're I'm wrapping, the mom- we're working on an hour here. <laughs> okay, so since I'm the momager, all right. So coming up next wait, wait Saturday, a minute. you're uh, not my mom. No, you're, you're my wifeager, not okay, momager. I'm, I'm sorry, you got your bands confused. Um, so yeah, I'm the band bitch. I get them paid. I get them drinks. That's pretty much what I do. Oh, you're more. Uh, so August seventh, Gypsy Kings will be at Finnegan's Wake. Yes. Uh, I know there's other dates in there between, but I can tell you, opening for Zoso the twenty first. Oh, congratulations! And I told Kevin and the other guys the same well, thing. It's interesting because awesome. it's kind of like an audition because the, the okay well, we the, get that the, okay Jamie we got from Lazy Acres she knows us but you know what it's all right they I don't had care. they had a lot of dates booked and with COVID and everything else so they, we're booked up for for this year anyway but whatever and and uh, September the tenth the guys will be rocking Oktoberfest 
at the Franklin County Fairgrounds on Friday. Okay, they are going to be uh, right there at, at Oktoberfest. So right. you come at a merch table and everything else. But uh, we, we're going to be doing, uh, let's see, is it going to be in August? Buckeye Lake? The port, oh, yeah, the Port Smokehouse. We're going to be doing the last August 29th, the last Lobster Fest, fest at uh, Port Smokehouse. I need to go out there for that. I need oh, to go out there. That yeah. Was, and he's a sweetheart. Now, you know. Oh, Mark Bernhardt. Mark, awesome. That Mark and Mike Sikleski, you met Mike from Thurman's here earlier. He's He was here, and now he's gone. He, but but we must abort him. No. But no, they're 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 super tight and stuff. So that's they're awesome. So anyway, if, I'm uh, sorry. I just I just they're good. They're just good dudes. A couple of good. Oh dudes yeah, right absolutely. There. Gypsy Kings band. That's K Y as in the jelly. The jelly. Uh, NGS Ch- Gypsy Kings band. Five hundred Bob. Did you hear that? <laughs> K Y as in the jelly. The yes, jelly. as in the jelly. Yes. So uh, Gypsy Kings uh, on Facebook. Gypsy Kings band, and you can see a whole list of the dates. Archie, we love you. Thank Absolutely, you for having us. Man. Christy Kemper, Jimmy Roseberry, I, I hope you guys had fun. Can you, can, oh, can you stay for one more drink and hang out? In I, the, I think in we the, could well, probably yeah. do I that. Gotta I, I gotta, gotta pee. I gotta pet the cat. There you go. go. <laughs> I gotta pee. And, and, and then go say hi to Oreo. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Upcoming episodes of Garage Days. August 6th is going to be a gathering of the Knights of the Rock Table. They're going to join me in the Hawks Nest. Also joining the Knights in the garage. It's going to be a close friend of the show, and I, I don't know if Christy and Jimmy are hip to this. He's a paramedic here in central Ohio who loves his rock and roll. He loves his QFM, and he loves KISS. In fact, we're going to be ranking the songs on the Animalize record with our buddy Brian Weisskittle. Ah, uh-huh, cool. Yeah, man. That's going to you know be Brian. August 6th. Yeah. Then, oh, you know uh, Brian. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he supports all of us. And uh, so then on the 13th, it's going to be a Picktown Palooza recap Dorsey and I set up shop in the beer tent and did the show. Uh, joining us in the beer tent, big shocker, Christy Kemper over there. <laughs> and then uh, Green 13's Anthony Clay. And then Columbus Blue. Oh, right. What a sweetheart. Right. Oh, yeah. Cool dude. Oh, just Absolutely. the best. And Good Columbus, singer, too. He's a hell, of a, a hell of a singer. And Columbus Blue Jackets in arena host, Mike Todd, joined us in oh, the beer Mikey. tent. Yeah, it's, it's a fun episode. Hey, until the next Garage Days, stay frosty. I'll have to check that out.